a wonderful morning out there. Well, this is a, um, a recording uh, um, edition of our broadcast uh, due to uh, a problem with the internet connection. We've not had internet connection for almost uh, 20, uh, 24 hours. They're about 12 hours, actually. Well, I'm not sure what's going on, but we hope that this will be fixed. But I just felt, you know, that we need to quickly continue in what we have been looking into. We've been looking into some very important um, principles regarding uh, the release of the spirit of the apostolic, amen, or the apostolic spirit released in our time, in our day. And we've been checking the scripture. We've been looking into the book of Acts of the Apostle. We've been trying to find the mind of God, the heart of God, the in intentions of God, <clears throat> the directions of the spirit, and of course, the spiritual uh, um, pattern that is ordained for us to, to walk in in order to be able to manifest the same spiritual life, this great men and women amen, experience in their time. So this morning, once again, I'm believing the Lord to take us further and deeper in the revelation of the unfolding of, amen, heaven's intention for our day. You know, the things of the Spirit are connected to their, you know, are the condition of our heart, the attitudes of our hearts. You know, sometimes we think that is when we are before men that we are able to carry out the intentions of God. The intentions of God Amen. Attracted by our spiritual condition, by the attitude, amen, that we use in responding to the voice of God, to the mind of God. So I understand that this is a record, recorded, amen, edition, but this recording, amen, is as powerful as when we are, you know, releasing the word of God, releasing, amen, the word of God online, amen. So I pray this morning that as we release this word, that you'll be able to, amen, walk in the power and the authority of that which the spirit of god is emphasizing in this glorious day there are things the spirit of the lord is bringing us into what a, what a time we had yesterday uh, uh, a night just praying amen training our spirit and coming into you know the 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 arena of you know the emphasis of the spirit what what a time what a release of the spirit and i'm not going to stop because i believe amen that <clears throat> where we are right now amen is, is, is pivotal to, amen, certain release, certain, amen, uh, unlocking, amen, of the things of God. And if we don't begin to pray and begin to make demand in the spirit and connect ourselves, amen, to what the spirit of God is, is, is pointing to, if we're not, amen, partnering with God, if we're not, amen, agreeing with, amen, the things of God. I remember what we are saying that is that we have to move away from the position of just mere knowledge. We also spoke a bit about that yesterday afternoon. Right? God is shifting us away from just an head knowledge of the things of God. A lot of people have a residual, they have this, you know, mental knowledge of what God says, of what the Bible says, of what is even expected of them. But the ability to rise and step into that thing is not there. And that is something the Spirit of God is rejecting in this new day. If we're ever going to, amen, participate, if we're ever going to be part of, if we're ever going to be used, amen, as instruments, in this last day, because that's what we are looking for. That's what, amen, we, we, we are hoping to see manifest, amen, the essence and the reason why we are here. The reason why Potter's Gate, amen, Ministry International is here is to raise a caliber of people, is to empower a generation of men and women, amen, who are ready to rise up, amen, and step into their ordained prophetic mandate. 
Amen. We are raising a company of people who are passionate, who are hungry, who are yearning, amen, to see the day of the Lord break into the earth. Hallelujah. And so we are not just here to summonize. We're not just here to make you feel nice. We're not here to, you know, to just basically motivate you. Amen. Now, just give you another shot for a few days and few, you know, a, a few weeks, and then you go back to your thing. No, we're here to see, amen, a continual change. We're here to see a continual development. We want to come into that full statue of Christ. We're coming. We're moving into a place in Christ. And so we will continue, amen, to make demand on ourselves, particularly as the Spirit of God steers our heart. As the Spirit of God begins to amen, engage us, as we begin to hear the voice of God from a new height, we have to amen, begin to lay aside every weight. Amen. We have to travel light in this new day. We have to you know, you know, shed off every weight and sin like the scripture says that can easily beset us. We have to cast back. We have to lay back. Amen. We have to throw away. We have to divorce ourselves from everything amen, that the enemy can use amen, to cripple, to stop, to frustrate and to amp our movement. We read a, a scripture uh, uh, yesterday, yesterday morning as we're dealing with, amen, uh, us not being trapped within two seasons, powerful teachings, powerful teachings that we have done. All these materials, amen, are there to, to galvanize, to empower us, to, to endow us, to endure us, amen, with, with kingdom resource such, such that we are able to step into a new day. This morning while I was praying, the Lord gave me a word. Just drop a word in my spirit. You know how God speaks to me. Amen. God drop a word in my spirit. Amen. And, and the word, amen, the word is, in fact, I think I, I, I wrote it down. The word is apostolic catalyst. Heaven is, heaven is releasing apostolic catalyst. Amen. A catalyst is one, amen, who goes, amen, and break forth a new ground, who establish something new. Hallelujah. A catalyst is one, amen, who pioneer, amen, new, new, new realities, who birth, who brings, who engineers, hallelujah, who invents something that, 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 that shifts, that changes, amen, the course of life, the course of business. Whatever area you find the catalyst, amen, is a pioneer, is a pathfinder. And that's what we see in the book of Acts. We see certain key people. The, the book of Acts cannot be complete, amen, without somebody like Peter, amen, without mentioning Philip, without mentioning, amen, Stephen, hallelujah. You cannot, amen, write, you cannot say you've, you've studied, you've learned the book of Acts without looking at this, you know, great men and women, amen, that God used, amen, the Priscilla and the Aquilas of this world, hallelujah. Yes. And there's so many like that. But you see, when we talk about the things of God, we always forget that God raises individuals and it takes, it takes so much. It takes a lot. Amen. Those individuals that God used, if you, if you start looking at their life, which is what we've been doing, because we cannot talk about amen, rising up into the day of the Lord without amen, understanding and tracking the spirit that walked in the life of these men and women. They had to open themselves up, amen, to God, to God, amen, to his ways, to his will. They had to come to the, to the height of God, to the value system of the kingdom. They had to break away, amen, from the normalcy of their day. They had to say to themselves, amen, I'm coming higher. And in their coming higher, guess what? They were able to influence others around them, amen, to journey with them. This is what we're talking about. This is what the Spirit of God is looking for, amen, in this new day. That is the spirit of leadership that we are looking for. And this is why this message, amen, is very vital, amen, to, to what God is doing in this new day. There is a shift. God is raising a new order of leaders, amen, who are able to engage 
the falsehood, to engage, amen, the lies, the deceptions, amen, to engage, amen, the Jezebels of our day. God is raising, amen, a new dimension of men and women who are capable, hallelujah, to push their, their realities and the activities of the kingdom of God, amen, further, hallelujah. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so excited, amen, about what the Spirit of God is doing because I know that this is not an issue of might. It's not an issue of human strength, no. By strength shall no man prevail in this new day. The days of the strength of man, the days of, amen, of the wisdom of man, amen, is, is long gone. These are the days where heaven is calling us, amen, to begin to feed, amen, from the fruit of the tree of life. As we feed from the, from, the, from the fruit of the tree of life, amen, we begin to step into a dimension where the reality, amen, of the very essence of God starts manifesting in our life. And it's from that place that we can walk, amen, in the power of the Spirit. It's in that place that we can speak like Christ. It's in that place, amen, that we can stretch our hands, amen, and we see things happen. It's from that position, hallelujah, where we are baptized into the life of God, amen. Not just talking about it, amen. Not just, you you know, you know, claiming it's, you know, a kind of a make-believe, a make-believe, you know, idea that we have imbibed in the body of Christ. No. When you read of men who have walked with God, amen, I tell you, there is something about their life that impacts, that transforms, amen, that, that, that reforms their sphere, their environment. There's something about their life that you cannot, you know, uh, you, you know just throw away or, or ignore. When you read about the life of these men and women who have journeyed with God, who had walked with God, the Bible says, and Enoch walked with God and he was not. There is something about our walk with God that literally transformed, that literally, amen, translates us from the human realm, from the natural realm into the dimension where God lives. Hallelujah. And this is the call. God is awakening the spirit of Enoch again in the hearts of mortal men. It's, it's when we begin to, you see, you have to make a choice to want to walk with God. You have to be determined. When you know what is at stake, I think that is a problem. Many of us do not know what is at stake. We're born into a world that is so normal. Amen. We're born into a world that we have been cultured by our environment. We're born into a world that things have always been the way. Amen. We grew up. We see them. But there's a change within the normalcy of the day. Amen. Until you begin to rise up with, beyond the horizon that defines your life. Until you begin to rise up. Amen. And see what is on the other side of the wall. Until you begin to have a craving, a desire to want to know. You've got to have that ad ad adventure spirit. You want to see. You want to know what's on the other side. If you're like that fish that lived all our life, all his life, amen, within an aquarium. All you will ever know and all you will ever appreciate is the world of that aquarium. You, even when you are thrown in a, in a dimension where you are given liberty to swim, you cannot because your mind has been shaped by the four wall, by the square wall of that aquarium. When you get to the end of the, the length of that aquarium, you turn back. And God is saying it's time for you to change your mindset, change your pattern of thinking. <clears throat> Heaven is doing a new thing and we're bringing the message of the, of the voice of God across to you. 
Yes, like I said, this is a recorded, amen, uh, a message, but we're going to upload it. And I pray that when this word hits you wherever it is, because the same spirit, hallelujah, that is upon me when we speak, amen, to people who connect with us across the world, amen, is the same spirit that I'm speaking with right now because, amen, it's not changed. That spirit has not changed. God is not suddenly motivated because 10,000 people or 5,000 or 1,000 or, you know, or, you know, 100 people join. Amen. What he does with one is what he's going to do with a million. And this is what we're talking about. Even, in fact, the journey, amen, of a million starts with one. Amen. Whatever God wants to do, and this is the key that I'm, I'm trying to highlight this morning. Whatever God is going to do within, amen, your nation, within, amen, your community, within the church, hallelujah. Whatever God is going to do within the society, will start with one there has to be that catalyst there has to be that one person amen who is ready to step out who is ready to break the iceberg who is ready amen to go out who is ready amen to break the limitations are you the person or are you going to continue you wake up in the morning it's the same old pattern same old ways same old belief same old thinking same old religious ideas, same old, amen, like the same fish in the aquarium. You never seek for something new, something fresh, amen. You're not crying out for God. There is nothing that is longing in your heart for, for a, a deeper dimension. You're not seeking to go and swim, amen, in the deep ocean. If you want to be in the shallow, you know what happens in the shallow? You will never experience the life of the depth god is calling us to the deep the bible says the deep calls to the deep the deep will never call to the shallow and the shallow can never call to the deep there has to be a depth in your heart there has to be a cry in your heart there has to be something in you longing there has to be a passion there has to be amen a burning desire if it's not there amen then it's not going to happen amen god god walks with our desire be done unto you according to your faith. Your faith is born, amen, from the womb of desire. Your faith is born from the womb of desire. If there's no desire, you don't have faith. Amen. Desire is what gives you sight, amen, of, of, of you know, of, 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 of unreal, of, of that which is unreal. Is desire, amen, that, that, that burns, amen, that the passion to dream. I have a dream. I have a dream, amen, of that of, of, of that city that is that is coming down. He's coming down. I have a dream of the ways of God, amen, in, 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 in affecting and, and, and impacting the earth. I have a dream, amen, of, of God's counsel. I have a dream of a people rising up, amen, proclaiming and declaring, hallelujah, the righteousness of God with the banner of truth and justice across the nation. I have a dream of Christ manifesting himself through his people across the nation. I have a dream of the glory, hallelujah, of, of the knowledge of God once again covering, amen, the entire earth as the water covers the sea. I have a dream of young men and women, children rising up, amen, proclaiming the praise of God for out of the mouths of babes and suckling. The Lord has ordained praise. I have a dream of the ecclesia that is rising up that is able to match 
against the lies of the enemy, against the walls of resistance, without fear or favor. I have a dream. Do you dream of the things of God? Or what you have is just nightmares? Come on, friends. The Spirit of God is speaking to us clearly. And I'm hoping, I pray, that as we continue, amen, to speak on this thing, that there will be, stir there will be a stirring in your heart. That there will be a quickening in your heart. We're stirring the waters again as the Spirit steers our heart, amen. We steer the hearts of men. We steer, amen, the, the minds of men. We, we, we make demand that men begin to put aside, amen, the wrong pattern of thinking, the wrong culture, the wrong values, the wrong mentality, that they will rise up above and beyond, amen, the limitations and the, and the, and the, and the traditions of their day, that they will break the narratives of fear and limitation and step into the day, amen, of, of possibility. Because indeed, there's a God that calls the things that be not as though they were. And he has called us in this new day to walk with him, to serve him, to follow him. Do you, do you hear the voice of God? Are you willing to respond to what the spirit of God is doing in this new day? Thank you, Father. Oh, hallelujah. We are going to continue. According to the book of Acts chapter 8. Excuse me, that's where we stopped. We'll continue from there. The Lord has helped us to this point. And the more we continue to build precept upon precept, line upon line, we will see the spirit of apostolic wisdom, knowledge, <clears throat> rise within our hearts. We will see a church that is ordained by Christ, that is built by Christ, manifests the very glory and essence of God again. And we have said that persecution is a major weapon, is a major, major weapon that God uses, is a weapon. Is a weapon that God uses against the works of the enemy. The, de the enemy thinks that when the church is persecuted when he persecutes the church that we go into hiding that we are afraid that we become a man weakened that the enemy thinks that when we are threatened that we will run away the bible says when the church was persecuted after the death amen of stephen it was a time for the word of god to spread it was a time for god's word amen God used persecution as, as a leather weapon to, to spread his gospel, to spread his word. The more they killed the Christians, the more the gospel, amen, died. Because how, listen, how we die in the things of God is a powerful spiritual principle that God uses, amen, to awaken a legion earlier of his army. Warriors of righteousness. And so one of the things that we have said in the past is that we must not be afraid. We must not be limited. We must not be crippled by the threat of the enemy. <clears throat> one thing the enemy has done since uh, 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 2019-2020 is to create fear. Not just amen, to the church, but of course to society. 
Many people today, amen, are living in fear that they were, amen, five years ago. Even three years ago. There's a spirit of fear, uncertainty. And this is deliberate. <clears throat> but the scripture says, for God has not given to us the spirit of fear. Fear is a spirit, so it can be dealt with. Intimidation is a manifestation of fear. When somebody tells you, well, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Volatility is a manifestation of the spirit of fear. The economy amen, across the globe are plumbing while some are smiling to the bank. We have to understand amen, that this is the time to rise against fear. You see, when you're afraid, amen, guess what? You'll be afraid of persecution. Have you noticed that, amen, as we're going to be looking at the life of this great man who was there when, amen, Stephen was being murdered. I'm talking about Saul of Tarsus. Have you, are you seeing the narrative? If you start from, amen, Acts chapter 1, there were 120 people. Out of that 120, amen, we saw the Spirit of God fell upon them in that order, in that room, amen. Bible call it a room. I still wonder, amen, how 120 people were able to fit into a room. But the Bible says there were 120 people. That must be a large room, some large room. 120 people waited on the Lord for amen, a shift in global affairs. A shift in spiritual atmosphere. A shift, hallelujah, in, in the order of how the earth is being governed. Just 120 people changed. Because what happened, amen, in Jerusalem on that, there was not something that was limited to Jerusalem. Of course, it began in Jerusalem. We know that. But they said this gospel, hallelujah, will go from Jerusalem to Judea, from Judea to Samaria, from Samaria to the utmost part of the earth. Every dimension of human existence will be covered with the knowledge of the glory of God. It's called the gospel of the kingdom. The Bible says this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached to all, to all, all men. Then, then the end shall come. This gospel will be preached to all nations. Then the end will come. And I tell you, friends, we are in the midst of preaching the gospel to nations. God has given us technology. That's why we, we who have sight, we understand the power and the importance, amen, of the internet. We understand the power, hallelujah, of the global wealth. We know that the, the devil is trying to, amen, you know, stifle, he's trying to hinder, he's trying to frustrate, he's trying to monitor what we do, he's trying to limit, amen, the advancements. But you see, God gave us this, 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 this platform. You may say, well, but, but uh, 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 the, the, the people that, you know, invented this thing are unbelievers <laughs> have you forgotten that god uses unbelievers if god could use cyrus amen to rebuild his temple what do you think god is doing amen the earth is the lord and the fullness thereof and the people who live the it. all the money that certain individuals claim they have all the money belongs to god all the treasures of this world belongs to god he created all things even the wisdom amen to discover, to create, to invent, God gave it to them. So you see, when we begin to live outside the box of religion, we understand the move of God in the earth. I believe without a shadow of doubt, amen, 
that all the platform that we are using today called social media and all the internet facility and so many other things that are coming that is enhancing amen connectivity and you know and you know business and relations and all of this yes if we don't use it wisely and use them you know in accordance to the advancement of the of, of the purposes of God the enemy will hijack them amen and use it for for his own for his own you know a, a purpose and he's doing that already so we have to wake up so for somebody like us that God said to me, you know, if you can take the airwave, you take the nation. We, we, now I understand, of course, fully what the Spirit of God is saying. And we're trying as much as possible, amen, to, to utilize, to make use, amen, of this facility so we can continue, amen, to spread Amen. The furtherance, the fragrance, amen, of the knowledge of God, of, of, the, of, the, in, of the intentions of God, amen, of the counsels of God across the nations. So continue to pray for us. Continue to lift my hands up. Because we like it or not, this gospel of the kingdom of God shall be preached. And it's been preached. So God is using amen, persecution to advance his counsel. But the point this morning that I want us to look into, amen, is how God, amen, used. Okay, maybe we should, let's, let's, let's back, back down a bit. Let's go back. Let's start from Act, uh, Act chapter, chapter 8. Let, let me read. I'm going to read and I'll stop where I would like us to focus on. And then we'll try to begin to round up. Amen. Act chapter 8. The Bible says in verse 1, And Saul approved, amen, of the killing of Stephen. That is verse 1 of Acts chapter 8. Saul of Tarsus, amen, approved of the killing of who? Of Stephen. You see, there's so much wealth of wisdom, amen, in this word. You're just like, wow, no. What was the wisdom there? Well, <laughs> those who think that they are actually doing, amen, evil to the things of God, trying to stop, hinder the things of God, amen. At the end of the day, they are the people that God uses, amen, to take his counsel to the next level. The Bible says, and Saul, and Saul approved of the killing of him, who, of course, is Stephen. On that day, a great persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem, and all except the apostles were scattered. Through Judea and Samaria, they were scattered through Judea and Samaria. Godly men buried Stephen and mourned deeply for him. But Saul began to destroy the church. Saul began to destroy the church. Going from house to house. Amen. He dragged off both men and women and put them in prison. This is, this is, this is, this is the mindset of Paul. Because he thought, amen, that these people of the way, amen, they are not truly serving God. Remember, this guy was born in Judaism. Amen. From age 8, amen, he has been set on the path, amen, of the sect of the Pharisee. He was a Pharisee of the Pharisee. This guy was zealous, amen, in persecution, persecuting that which does not align to the narrative that he's been, that he's been, he's been brought into, that he's been sold, amen. Now, this is very important because today we still have a lot of people, amen, who are operating like, you know, like Saul of Tarsus. Because of their spiritual blindness, like we read yesterday, the Bible says in, in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, amen, the foolish... The, the, the carnal man, amen, do, do not understand the things. And of course, the word carnality, another word for carnality is foolishness. 
not being able to think wisely, not being able to reason, amen, in, in, in accordance to, amen, the ways of God. There are two ways to live life. You can either live a life via the direction, the values, the standards, amen, and the knowledge of the things of God, or via, amen, the values and the principle of the knowledge of this world. The Bible talks about there's a wisdom that is of this world. The Bible said that wisdom is devilish. That wisdom is devilish. It's selfish. It's self-motivated, but it's called wisdom. <laughs> you know why? Because that wisdom, amen, is a manifestation of what? Of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They try to rationalize. They would challenge the values of God. They would challenge the orders of God. Either in their home, amen, as wife, as husband, as children, amen, as boss. You know, they have no sense that there is a better dimension of life. It goes beyond what, amen, they have been taught. And so their action or their reaction is always to antagonize, to challenge. And some will go as far as killing this is Saul of Tarsus. He was zealous, but his zeal was a blind one. His zeal, hallelujah, was a corrupt, perverted one. His zeal was born out of amen, a religious sect that claimed to be serving God, but in fact was actually against God. The Bible says that in that day, there will be men that will be killing, and they will think that they are doing God a favor. That is scripture. And that's why we need to pray that God should open the eyes of our mind. So we are not found, amen, supporting what God is against. Many people are at this level while they are supporting by their values, by their beliefs, by their perspective, amen. Yes, they are supporting the devil and they thought they are actually doing God a favor. They thought they are on the, on the side of God. We need to believe God to open our eyes. And it's going to take humility. Because if you, have, if, you have, if you have been raised in a particular way of thinking, a particular way of relating, of seeing, you see people have all kinds of view. Amen. There, is God, there is what is called God's view to life. God, God's perspective to life. The, 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 there is a way God wants us to look at the world. Amen. And that, that perspective is called amen, the God's view. And there's a lens view that you can look at things, amen, that is pro-God knows what, and is anti-God. So this guy, Zealous, he was there approving the death of Stephen. The Bible says, godly men buried Stephen and mourned deeply for him. But Saul began to destroy the church, going from house to house. He dragged off both men and women and put them incarcerate them in prison and when you're in prison amen, you can't you can't you can't advance the things of god whatever prison you somebody or situation or society has placed you it means that you are limited that's the purpose of prison amen the punishment of prison is to limit you is to is to remove you amen from society is to remove you from contributing amen to you know to the spiritual affairs to the political affair to the economic affair amen of a region of a society of a nation amen prison you don't want to be there but we are not afraid of prison the bible says in verse 4 those who who who, who had been scattered the people who have been scattered preached the word of god i told you they were not afraid amen they didn't allow the fear of those that have been jailed, that have been put in prison, amen, to keep them, amen, mute, quiet. 
Shut down. Shut up. That's what the devil has been telling the church. Amen. Since 20, uh, uh, 2019. You shut down or you shut up. You shut down or we put you in jail. They threaten you. It's happening particularly in America. Oh, in this place we're still having amen, a nice time. Even though they're trying to monitor us, they're trying to reduce what we do online. But guess what? The plans of the enemy will not prevail. The kingdom of God will continue to advance, particularly if we're preaching the gospel of the kingdom. If you're not preaching the gospel of Christ, the gospel of the kingdom, they're going to shut you down. When, you shut, when you're shut down, amen, if you don't know what you do, if you don't know what you're going to do, I tell you some people are going to commit suicide because all their investments have been put in that in the color church. You've got to understand, amen, that our, our stake to this thing, amen, is an eternal investment. Hallelujah. Those who were scattered preached the word everywhere they went. Philip went down to a city in Samaria, amen, and proclaimed the Messiah there. He proclaimed Christ there. Philip went to Samaria, amen. He went to Samaria. He proclaimed the Messiah. He proclaimed Christ there. Verse 6 says, when the crowds heard Philip, hallelujah, and saw, they didn't just hear, they saw the signs he performed. Amen. Society like they, they like signs. Yeah. They think this is just performance. But didn't know that this performance, amen, was a bait to attract them, to, to bring them. And in fact, that is what miracle is. Miracle is a bait to draw you closer to God so you can feel the presence of God. There's no greater miracle, hallelujah, than you being infused with the presence of God. There's no greater miracle that you come to, amen, the radius of, of, of his presence and you begin to feel the warmth of God's love. It breaks you. It breaks you no matter how hardened, how tough you are. And we've seen God doing that, amen, across the nation today as the gospel of the kingdom of God, as the gospel of Christ, amen, because it's good news. Who doesn't want good news? Except for those people out there who have an ulterior motive, who have a different agenda. They don't want good news. They don't want people healed. They, want, they don't want people restored. That's why they're trying to stop, amen, amen. People who are, who are preaching the gospel right now, amen, our brethren preaching the gospel in America and some other place, they're trying to stop them. Don't come here. Don't do your crusade here. I mean, the crusade is to help people. You claim, amen, to be building prisons. You claim to be helping society by putting them in prison. Here is a God who is changing people without putting them in prison. Is bringing them to his love. And you're coming up with the law and saying, no, we don't want you to preach here. We don't want you to heal. We don't want you to restore. I mean, I've watched some of these miracles and, you know, things God is doing in America and in some other part of the world. You see people, amen, bringing their drugs and throwing it, amen, on the altar. Bringing their, you know, bringing condom, throwing it on the, all kinds of things. Bringing their cigarette, throwing it on the, bringing all, I mean, whipping the people that have been Bound and chained, amen, by addiction. People that have been bound, chained, all right, by wickedness, by perversion. People, I mean, you see all these people with all kinds of tattoos. That is scary. They are crying for God to help them. Listen to this. No matter how wicked, how, how terrible somebody may look, you don't know their heart condition. That's why we have to believe God to grant us sight, to see beyond the facial expression, to see beyond, amen, how people look on the outside and see deep into their heart. Because when God wants to change, amen, it goes for the heart, not your skin. It goes for your heart, 
not your hairdo. Where your heart is changed, you will change your own outer man. <laughs> God, is not, God is not into cosmetic change. And I'm praying that we will see this. That this word, amen, will help us to begin to look beyond the coverages of our time. Because God is doing a new thing. The Bible says, hallelujah, when the crowd saw the signs that Stephen performed, they paid close attention to what he said. Are you seeing that? I told you. Miracle is just a base for you to hear the gospel of the kingdom. Miracle signs and wonder, they are but a bait to bring the people in. We need them in our day. We need a lot of miracle, hallelujah. They are the net that we throw into the oceans of life, hallelujah. To bring the people, amen, to harvest. Harvest of their soul for, for, for the kingdom of God. The Bible says, when the crowd heard and saw the signs that he performed, they paid close attention to what he said. For we shrinks, listen to this, for we shrinks in pure spirit, amen, came out of many. For we shrinks in pure spirit came out of many. Hallelujah. Come on. What a day to experience again in our time. The, the spirit were shrinking out. They were crying, but they came out anyhow. <laughs> no matter the, the way or the, the, the drama, but as long as the spirit comes out, that's what we're talking about. The spirit came out. The impure spirit came out. Friends, there are impure spirits. Now when the apostolic spirit hits a community, hits a society, amen, hits a region, impure spirit, impure spirit is what makes people do impure things. Just for the spirit of God will have me highlight that impure spirits. Impure spirit, perverted spirit. That is a spirit, amen, that is taking over our cities today. That is a spirit, amen, that is pervading and destroying the life, amen, of our teens and teenagers today. Impure spirit is what birth rebellious spirit. You see, they, 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 that thing makes them to love evil. You talk about, you know, bullies in school. is an impure spirit because what makes you look at another person and you just want to hit the person for no reason. No, there's a, there's a reason. You want to create fear in that person. You want to create, amen, panic. You want to create, amen, a sense of dominance. It's an impure spirit. It's an impure spirit that makes young girls to sell themselves, to make them, to, to, to tell them that they are nothing, that they are nothing. Except they have a boyfriend that molests them, that abuses them. It's an impure spirit. It's an impure spirit that makes a father, amen, leaves his home, amen, and go live with somebody else and do all kinds of crazy things. It's an impure spirit that divorce, that, dis that destroy homes, marriages. It's an impure spirit that causes, amen, hatred and anger and all kinds of ungodliness in home. It's an impure spirit because when you have a pure spirit, you will honor, you will respect. You'll be kind. You will show love. You will show compassion. Amen. You, you, will, be, you will be sensitive to others. If you have, an, if you have a godly spirit, hallelujah, you, you will seek for the best of others. You will not be selfish. It's an impure spirit. 
that makes people, amen, do things, but in the home and in the workplace, amen, in government, is an impure spirit that makes, amen, government people, hallelujah, to steal, to take the money that, will, that is due to develop, amen, the impoverished. It's an impure spirit. It is an impure spirit. It is an impure spirit. And we have to have, amen, a generation of people who have the purity of the spirit of God attacking every impure spirit out there. Because the impure spirit is destroying the life of our children, is destroying our community, amen. Children can no longer go, amen, to, you know, community centers, amen, and, and, and playgrounds without somebody bullying them, amen, without somebody trying to sell drugs to them, amen, without somebody trying to, you know, en enroll them, hallelujah, and, and, you know, and make them, God knows what, come on, it's an impure spirit that is turning our school to call centers, an impure spirit, oh God, I thank you, an impure spirit, we have to rise against every impure spirit, we have to rise against every impure spirit in this new day. We have to rise against every impure spirit in our day. Impure spirit. And there are a lot of them out there. Impure spirit. They shrink out of the people, but they came out. But they came out. I love that. No matter how they manifest, you know, a lot of us, when we go to church, we like to see the drama <laughs> of our spirit screams and, you know, all those things, you know, people rolling on the floor, foaming in the mouth, amen, you know, barking like dogs. I don't care whatever, you know, you know, drama they are doing, as long as they come out of the people. I could still remember back in the days where God, amen, used me mightily in this area. We used to cast out demon like, you know, we're having breakfast. You cast out the spirit. You just cast it out. And I thank God for that. And I believe that, amen, there are still more demonic spirits living in our day, amen, than, you know, some 20, 25, 30 years ago. And we need, amen, people who will not make that their ministry, but amen, everywhere they go, like the Bible says, everywhere Jesus went, he was doing good. One of the manifestations of goodness is to cast out, amen, evil spirit. Oh, I just feel the spirit of God come upon me. You got to hate wherever, amen, an impure spirit is manifesting. They manifest in various ways. You know, most times they manifest through bad attitude, bad character, an impure spirit. Demonic spirit make people, amen, to think differently, to think ungodly, to think corruptly, amen. Demonic spirit makes people, amen, to, to think evil. Demonic spirit makes people to do evil things. Demonic spirit have sent so many people, young people, who have prospect in life to jail. They are locked up in jail, rotting away in jail because, amen, they allow an impure spirit to whisper to them. But not only to whisper to them, amen, they give that impure spirit, amen, access into their life. Come on, you've got to cast out that spirit and shut the door. Oh my God, I feel the fire of God. You got to shut the door against impure spirit over your children. You're a mother. You cannot pray 
amen, against false spirit. When you see all kinds of, you know, false manifestation, ungodly character and attitude, you've got to know there's a spirit behind it. And God has given you the position and the authority, amen, to raise your hand and to command that spirit out. You're a father, you cannot pray for your children. You can't raise your hand, amen, and proclaim the government of God over where you dwell. Then you, you, I don't know what you're doing. Because the devil is going to come and he's going to sit. And he would dictate the pace over your home. He would dictate, amen, the condition and the position of your household. You've got to rise up. God has made you, hallelujah, a priest. Use your priesthood of authority, amen. Challenge the false spirit. Cast out the spirit. Send it out to the abyss. Build a wall. Oh, thank you, Father. Don't give an impure spirit a position to operate in your life or in your home or in your community. Men must come together in communities and begin to pray against the invaders, the spirit of, amen, impurity. They must come together. Women must come together. Not to gossip, but to pray. Go from house to house, you gossip. From one place to another, you gossip. No, you come together and pray against impurity, falsehood, demonic attack. That's how we take governance. That's how we govern. That's how we rule over the works of darkness. The time you use to, to talk about other people's problem. You know what? You can use that to pray. You can use that to pray. The time you use, amen, to gossip about what is going on in other people's house, you can use that time to pray. Oh, come on. You can use that time, amen, to cast out devils. You can do a prayer walk, walk from street to street, and pray against the works of the enemy. Because, listen, we are in a battle. We are in a war. And there are people who wants to see us fail in that battle. There are people with deep, deep pockets who are lobbying governments to continue, yes, to, to push agendas that would destroy not just our children, but the next generation. There are people pushing, yes. When we are asleep, they are lobbying governments. They are lobbying, yes, lawmakers to push ungodly laws that would destroy our schools. That would destroy the life of our teenagers. That's why today our teenagers. They have no sense of purpose. They have no sense of life or direction. They have no sense of respect or regard. Even for their own parents. In a day where parents cannot even tell their children. What is right. They are afraid. Why? Because some, some lawmakers. Some, some deep pockets. Amen. Come from some God knows where in Europe, in America, telling you how to run your home. We all know here, earlier, that it is evil, amen, to abuse. But here we see people, we see fathers raping their own children. And laws are coming and are saying, even there are laws right now being passed in America that, you know, at certain age, it should be allowed. Can you believe that? What future are we creating? 
Or what future are we allowing the devil to give to us? We define the narrative. You and I define the narrative. And that's why I said earlier, we must never be afraid of their threat. Never be afraid, hallelujah, of their persecution. No, this kind of a church that is rising. Now when you go to church, you can't even hear the gospel. You don't even know what it means to have a standing. You don't know what it means to pray. When you go to church, what do you hear? Come on. Oh, somebody says, what come over this guy? Well, it's the spirit of the Lord. This is me. This is, my, this is me on a, on, on a normal day. <laughs> the Lord, amen, is against the works of darkness. And we must rise up against. The Bible says those who were scattered, they went preaching the word of God. Philip went to one of the cities in Samaria, hallelujah, and preached the Messiah. He preached Christ there. What is their problem today? Don't preach Christ. You can preach any other thing. You can preach gender equality. You can preach love. A love that, amen, is disconnected from the one who defines himself to be loved. Come on, what are we talking about? The world has gone walked. The world has, has, has gone bonkers. The world is losing it. Our leaders are losing it. What is the end game of a policy that will destroy the next generation? Like one of the rich guy right, in Asia, forgotten his name now, he said, he said a city is so, is so rich that it's forgotten on how to show love. I think I'm paraphrasing now. It's so wealthy that we've, we've forgotten how to show love and kindness. But we, we claim to be rich. We have this, we have that, we have all of this. But we are losing the sense of our humanity. What they call Ubuntu here has been thrown into the trash can. That you can walk past a child smoking his life away and you cannot accord that child and say, what you're doing is wrong. No, I don't want somebody to see me, you know, uh, you know, to be challenging me or see me as bad. Come on, where is your responsibility as a leader in the community? May God touch our hearts. May we be awakened. May we not go to the grave regretting that we never said the right thing. We never did the right thing. What are you afraid of? Who are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? God has not given to us a spirit of fear. <laughs> Those who, who, who had been scattered through persecution preached the word of God. Wherever they went, Philip went down to a city in Samaria, proclaimed the Messiah there. Like I have come to South Africa to proclaim the Messiah. I have come, amen, to the Western Cape to proclaim the Messiah. I have come to Frenjuk to proclaim the Messiah. No any other gospel, no any other thing. That's why they, they, hated, they hated the gods. They hated my gods. They hated what we brought. So we will not allow him. We will not allow him. Well, God gave me another platform. No one can take this well. Because this well is, is providing waters for the nations. We left them, amen, to do their hocus pocus. To do their religious thing. They thought I've come to, you know, to, to fight their piece of land. They have to 
fight, amen, their little members they have. No. You leave them to their thing. Let the blind lead the blind so they can both fall into the ditch. From this mountain, we proclaim the kingdom of God has come to you, South Africa. The kingdom of God has come to you, Western Cape. The kingdom of God has come to you, Franjuk. And all the little towns and villages around, we proclaim it. We declare the day of the Lord, the day of his kingdom. Let every darkness disappear. Let every works of iniquity bow the knees. Let every spirit of ungodliness bow the knees. Let Christ be exalted. Let his kingdom come near you. We will cast out evil spirits. And we will preach the truth. Philip went down to a city in Samaria and proclaimed the Messiah there. When the crowds heard Philip and saw the signs he performed, they, were, they paid close attention. Give me your attention. Give the Lord your attention in this new day because the voice of the Lord is coming loud and clear. God is turning, turning on the sound. He's increasing the sound. The sound of his voice is getting louder. Adam, where are you? The sound of his voice is getting louder. You cannot hide, amen, from this sound. Adam said, when I heard your voice, when I heard your footprint, when I heard your sound, I went to heed. Who told you? Why, why did you go to heed? Have you eaten from the, from, from, the, from the tree that I asked you not to? No, it's the woman that, come on, this is the day where we need to come clean. Because the sound of God is upon us again. The sound, the footprint of God is within our garden again. God wants to heal and restore your home and, and reform your life. Open up. We preach Messiah. Give heed to what the spirit of God is saying. When the crowd heard Philip and saw the signs he performed, they all paid close attention to what he said. For we shrinks. Impure spirit came out of many, and many who were paralyzed or lame were healed. There is healing in the name of God. Make no mistake, casting out demons, amen, and healing are two different things. But when you cast out demons, people will be healed. Because most, most sickness and disease, amen, are as a result of a demonic interference. I believe that. The Bible says, so there was great joy in the city. I bring joy. I bring joy to this city. I bring joy, amen, to this nation. We bring joy, amen, to our generation via the declaration of the gospel of Christ, via the proclamation of the gospel of the kingdom. We pray this day, hallelujah, that the kingdom of God come near this nation of South Africa. That the kingdom of God comes, hallelujah, near the continent, hallelujah, of Africa. That the kingdom, that the gospel of the kingdom of God pervades and permeates, amen, every look and cranny of the nations of the world. Now you think that is enough. Now, wait for it. We're going to be dealing with the main principality. There's a principality position in the city of Samaria called Simeon, the sorcerer. <laughs> this principality we will have to address. And we cannot address it with our Mickey Mouse gospel. Amen. We have to address it with the full regalia hallelujah, of the knowledge of the apostolic spirit. We will have to address this spirit. Amen. Well kitted with the power 
of the gospel of the kingdom. Or else this spirit is going to hinder or frustrate. Because, amen, for too long, this spirit has positioned itself, amen, as the great power. As the great voice. As the great one. And that is what I see wherever I go. There is a spirit in our nation, our land, amen, that has culture and 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 capture if you will the mindset the identity of the people that when they hear the true gospel in most cases they hate it they fight it why because there's a false spirit that have given them the wrong gospel but guess what now god is sending the apostolic you see when god is about to engage a city a nation it deploys an apostolic spirit when God is about to, amen, shift the spiritual climate of a, of a nation, he engages, he sent an apostolic spirit. An apostolic spirit is a powerful prophetic governmental, amen, spirits. And this is what is happening right now. There's a release, as I'm speaking right now, there's a release of a powerful kingdom defined, amen, apostolic spirit. We are releasing the... The, 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 the apostolic catalyst over the realm, over the region. And we're pulling down strongholds. We're casting down imagination. And every high thing that exalts themselves above the knowledge. The knowledge of God's prophetic counsel for this land, for this nation. We're casting down, hallelujah, the knowledge of the will of God over the realm, over the region that you live. Wherever you are, wherever you're going to be listening or watching this broadcast from, I declare in the name of Jesus that as you hear this gospel, amen, you will be baptized with a strong kingdom governmental, amen, apostolic spirit over Netherlands, over New Zealand, come on. Over Australia, over Canada, in the name of Jesus. Over, amen, United Kingdom, in the name of Jesus. Amen, over Germany, in the name of Jesus. Over France, we proclaim it right now, in the name of Jesus, yes. Over Peru, yes. We proclaim it in the name of Jesus. Over Cuba, we declare it. A governmental apostolic spirit is going to come. It's coming to you. It's coming close to wherever you live. It's coming to you in India. It's coming to you in the name of Jesus in Korea. It's coming to you right now. Breaking the barriers of the walls of men. Of tyrannies. Breaking down the wall of tyranny. Penetrating the walls of North Korea. It's breaking down the walls of communism in China. It's pulling down amen, every ungodliness that has lifted his head. That man wants to take the position of God. It's breaking it down. An apostolic spirit is coming to you. Boldness, grace, wisdom, knowledge. The sevenfold spirit of God is coming to you. The declaration of the days of Christ, the declaration of the mind of Christ, the declarations of the intentions of God, hallelujah, over your realm, over your space is coming to you. Change is taking place in the name of Jesus. An apostolic spirit. We proclaim it, we declare it. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We're not afraid of the prisons of men. The prisons of human mind. The prisons, the limitation of traditions of men. They're all coming down in the name of Jesus. 
Oh, hallelujah. The Bible says in verse 9, for some time, for some time, a man named Simon had practiced sorcery in the city and have amazed many people of Samaria. Come on. In the day where we've allowed, amen, people who are practicing all kinds of demonic amen, activity to thrive in the city. You know why you allow amen, demonic spirit to thrive in the name of sorcery, in the name of God knows what you call it. When you allow that, what you do, amen, is that you open up the nation, amen, to a dark, a dark influence, to a dark day. Hallelujah. There's a thick darkness that covers, the Bible says darkness covers the earth. You know why dark, darkness covers the earth? Because we have allowed, we have given, we have permitted, amen, the Simons, the sorcerer, amen, to practice ungodliness, witchcraft, witches, amen, or, 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 you know, perversion, all kinds of Things that we have allowed in the name of freedom of religion. Satanism. I mean, the nation of South Africa is, is, is so rife, amen, with, with, with you know, with, uh, uh, you know, what you call, you know, human rituals. Satanism, amen, has, has a free hand over this nation. Human blood are used yearly for sacrifice children's blood are used for sacrifice this is what was allowed in Samaria Samaria is like the 21st century that we live in where in the name of freedom and liberty we allow all kinds of things but yes yet the Lord it shall no longer continue because I am sending my regents I am sending apostolic catalysts I am sending the ones with the spirit to bind and to loose. I am sending the ones who have the power to expel demons and, and satanic agents. I'm bringing joy to the city. Bible says for a man by the name Simeon had practiced for many times for, for a period of time. This guy has been allowed to practice sorcery. In the city. And he has amazed all the people. Of Samaria. He boasted that amen. He was someone great. And all the people. Both high and low. Both politicians amen. And, and you know. And, and just ordinary people. Both the rich. The educated amen. The well influential. But high and low gave their attention and exclaimed, This man is highly called the great power of God. This is the title the people gave to him because no one could match, no authority could match the kind of spirit this guy called Simon, amen, was manifesting. And don't lie to yourself, powers of darkness, you know, satanic agents, they've got power. But their power becomes nullified, null and void when a greater power comes. The Bible says, amen, when a strong man, hallelujah, a strong man keeps his house, his goods are safe. When a strong man, amen, guards his house, amen, his things are safe. But when a stronger man comes, what he thought is safe, hallelujah, is no longer safe. 
What? Amen. The control, the influence that he thinks he has is no longer, amen, an influence because he's nullified, but a stronger one. And that is what is happening right now as I'm speaking. You may think you're powerful. You may think you're influential. You may think you are the power of the great one. You may think you're the power of the great God. You may think you're invincible. There's none like you. You may think you are in control. You're in charge. Amen. You can make and unmake. You can undo. And listen to this. There's a greater force. There's a greater power. Light is coming. You know what happens when light is turned on? Darkness cannot argue. Darkness doesn't even have the voice to argue, the power to fight back. That is a clear image of what is taking place. Where there is no light, darkness thrive. Where there is no light, darkness thrive. What we need to do in our day is to connect again to the power of God and locate the switch in our spirit and keep it turned on. And everywhere we go, we will shine the light to the, to the point that darkness, when they see us, they flee. The people think is some great power. They followed him because he had amazed them for a long time with sorcery. With his sorcery. He has amazed them for a long time. Amen. With his charm. He has charmed them. Hypnotized them. Influenced them. It was Paul who said to the Galatians, Who bewitched you? I thought you began in Christ. How come you are seeking to be perfected in the law? You've been bewitched. There's been a Simon operating in your, in your region. Why did you allow Simon to come here? Because that's what Simon does. Simon the sorcerer. When he comes into your region. Amen. He casts a spell on you. There's a spell that is cast upon the church in South Africa. Most of the church. They believe in the false. They believe in false, false prophets. They believe in material things. They believe in what is, what is glamorous. They can't see. They can't read. Amen. Between the lines. Discernment is low. Yes. I can say that because I'm sent here. We speak with a powerful governmental prophetic voice. Because we want the church to change. When the church changes, the society is transformed. It's an issue of identity that must be addressed here. They followed him because he had amazed them for a long time with sorcery. But when they believed Philip, but when they believed Philip, hallelujah, listen to this, but when they believed Philip, amen, as he proclaimed the good news of the kingdom of God, did you see that? In case you're wondering, in case you're not sure, you're not certain of why I'm preaching and declaring the gospel of the kingdom. Here is it. We preach Christ and his kingdom. But when they believe Philip, as he proclaimed 
the good news of the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus, they were baptized, both men and women. Now, verse 13 says, Simeon himself believed and was baptized and he followed Philip everywhere. This is the same guy, amen, that they call the great one. This is the same guy, amen, that, amen, the thought is the power of the great one. This is the same guy, amen, who had mesmerized, amen, who had captured, stolen the soul of a city. This is a guy who took the joy of a city. The Bible says he himself believed. I'm telling you there is power. If you don't believe it, there is power in the gospel of Christ. There is power in the name of Jesus Christ. The name of Jesus is not another, any, any, or any other name. There are many people out there in, you know, in Brazil, in God knows where, bearing Jesus. But the name of the Messiah, Jesus Christ. Jesus basically is to tell us, amen, that he's from the earth. But Christ, nobody bears Christ. That's why you don't just say Jesus. It's Jesus Christ. It's Christ that anointed, that indwelt, amen, a man that was born, hallelujah, in Jerusalem. It is the anointing, amen, is the spirit of Christ that infused the son of Mary. That made him a vessel, an instrument to be used. And he lived his life pure and holy before the Lord. And if you can, hallelujah, according to the scripture, if you will believe, if you will allow yourself, amen, to endure the spirit of Christ, the Bible says, not only will God use you, but in fact, it says you will do greater work. <laughs> greater work shall you do. Greater work than this shall you do because I go to my father. These are days of greater works, friends. As we step into this order of life, Simeons will begin to, amen, go out of business because that's what we want to do. We want to get them, we want to kick them out of business. Simon himself believed and was baptized. The thing is, they should have told him first, preach to him properly. And let him understand what it means before baptizing. Because a lot of people think, okay, because I'm being baptized, so I'm on one bound. No, 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 no. You've got to understand. You've got to explain to you what it means to be baptized. You have to die to your old ways. That's what baptism means. I guess Philip, amen, did not properly, amen, preach what baptism means. Or meant to, 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 you know, to Simon. Because you're going to see that, amen, manifest later on. When he saw the power of God, the old demon that went into Kumatus just suddenly awakened. <laughs> suddenly awakened. That thing has not completely, you know, died. Even though he claimed to believe and he was following. The Bible says in verse 14, when, apost when the apostles in Jerusalem amen, heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God, not just a man, not just some, you know, some image, not just some church, they heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God. They sent Peter, hallelujah, and John to Samaria. And when they arrived, 
They prayed. Amen. Listen to this. They prayed for the new believers. They prayed. You've got to understand that these people, amen, are born in the spirit of prayer. We will give ourselves to prayer and to the ministry of the word of God. There is no greater ministry. There is no greater vocation. Hallelujah. There is no greater assignment. Greater than one sent by God to preach and to pray. That's where we get our honor from. That is where we get our scepter of authority from. That is where, hallelujah, we get the power to engage because we are sent. When they arrived, they prayed for the new believers that they might receive the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit had not yet come Amen. On any of them, they had simply believed, they had simply been baptized in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Then the Bible says, Peter and John placed their hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. You can receive the Holy Spirit by the laying, laying on of the hands of kingdom representatives. You can receive the Holy Spirit. If you have not received the Holy Spirit, you need to do that. Because it's important. Your, your, your life depends. Your salvation depends. Amen. In your receiving of the Holy Spirit. Or else you'll be cold. If you find yourself cold, can't pray, weak, don't know what to do. You know, it means the Spirit of God is not in your life yet. You can even be born again for 20, 30 years. But you have not received the Holy Spirit. Somebody says, can I receive the Holy Spirit without speaking in tongues? No. When you receive the Holy Spirit, the, one of the manifestations, the primary manifestation, amen, is a new language because it's an expression, is a manifestation of the new life, of the new man, of the new condition, of your new environment. They spoke in other tongues. It's a language of the Spirit. It's not something you cook up, you make up. It's part of your life. It's part of your inheritance, your spiritual inheritance. It's from there, hallelujah. If you have not received the Holy Spirit with, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, your spirit, amen, will remain babe. Your spirit will remain, amen, in that infant, infant stage. You will not be able to grow. And therefore, you are not able to engage certain things, certain spirits. You won't be able to make certain decisions. You won't be able to understand certain realities. Spiritual things will be like a force. will be like you're being commanded. You are being, no, there are certain things you will not be able to operate in. Why? Because you've refused. What should grow or mature you? Very important. It's part of the fundamentals, amen, to salvation. When Simon saw that the spirit was given at the laying of at the lane, you see, that was what mesmerized this guy. This guy saw a different dimension of power, amen, than the one he was operating. When Simon saw that the spirit was given, at the laying on of the apostle's hand, he offered them money. Can you see the heart of this guy? That is what we are preaching today. That is what many are preaching today. The gospel according to money. When Simon saw that through the laying on of the hands of the apostle, that the spirit began to manifest. <laughs> he offered them. Because that, is, that's, that was his default. It, 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 all the power he's been using. Were all bought, bought powers. He had paid hugely for those things. 
He had paid a man, he, you know, huge money for certain books to make incantation. He had paid a man to go to certain places to have access to certain things. You see, when you come to God, you don't need money. When God, amen, comes into your life, you don't need money. And if you have money, you want to express love and appreciation. Not what I've said. Love and appreciation to what God has done, amen, by advancing his will. That's a different ball game. And that is allowed. But to think you can bribe your way, to think you can buy your way, to think, amen, the more money you give, the more position you have in the church. Like some people, they've bought seats in the church. Their great-grandfather has bought a seat. <laughs> they've bought places. They've bought all kinds of things. You lie, you die, and go to hell. There is no such thing, amen, as a principle, as a law, as a doctrine in the church or in the word of God. They are all man-made. People want to go to a place where they are being prayed for. You have to give an X amount of money, amen, for you to see the prophet. When a prophetic word is given to you, you've got to pay an X amount of money. Listen, it's witchcraft, amen. It's merchandising the things of God. And God is judging and closing those houses. Simon offered money. And you, of course, you know what happened. Peter answered him, may your money perish with you. May your money perish with you. May I repeat it again? May your money perish with you because you thought you could buy the gift of God with money. It was a wrong assumption to think you can buy your way into the things of God. To think earlier you can bribe your way into the things of God. There are people who have, who have who have, you know, tried to offer me money just by praying for them. They saw things happen in their life. They say, so, uh, prophet, so how much am I supposed? I say, you don't need to give me nothing. Freely have we received, freely we give. We've written and published books, not, not one, not two, not three. All our messages, all our books, they are all free download. I don't ask anybody for a dime. That is my persuasion because that is what I see in the word of God. Somebody then asks me, so how do you survive? God supply my needs according to his riches in glory. God speaks to people. I need you to bless my servant. They're speaking about a man of God who's built a big, a big dome, a big building, you know, in overseas and all of that. And they said, well, this guy has done nothing. In fact, they've tried to, you know, find if he had violated, you know, uh, the law of America and all of that. And this guy is so bold to say, well, I don't do that. I just make money through my books. The books that, you know, I publish. <laughs> what motivates those books? What motivates the things you write in the book? I live off the books. You live off the books and you've built mansions and all of that. You've merchandised the things of God. Am I saying people should not write books and sell them? I'm not saying that. But I'm saying if that becomes the agenda to make money out of amen, the grace and the anointing God has given to you. Guess what? You are going to face the music. 
Because God will judge your motive. You're trying to write a book to get yourself out of, you know, some situation. And then to make money. Guess what? People may give you the money. But the people are not going to be blessed. Because what you have written is from a man. Is a material source from the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It will not change the people. It will not change their plight. In fact, it will ex exacerbate it. Hallelujah. It will increase it. Because when they read and they feel excitement, sometimes they will feel amen, disenfranchised, dis, dis, disconnected, amen, disillusioned. Because the things that they have written amen, is not working for them. There's still a cry. There's still a hole. There's still a hunger. Oh, come on. You see, there's nothing difficult about this. There's nothing too you know, sensitive about this. No. If the spirit of God is leading you, God has a way of leading you in such a way that even the people will see that this is genuine. But if you think, oh, you're trying to be smart, God will outsmart you. God will outsmart you. Peter answered, may your money perish with you because you thought you could buy the gift of God with money. You have no part or share in this ministry. There is a ministry that is called this ministry. That these people have no part or share in. You have no part or share in this, this apostolic ministry. Sorry. Maybe you have a part and share in some other ministry. But not this one. <laughs> you have no part or share in this ministry. Because your heart is not right. Listen to this. Not before man. Not before the elders. Not before the apostle. But before God. Your heart is not right before God. Repent on this wickedness and pray to the Lord in the hope that he may forgive you for having such a thought in your heart for I see that you are full of bitterness and are captive to sin oh Jesus you think you think I'm 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 hard you think I'm I'm strong you listen read the word of God I'm taking my toe from the word of God this is the declaration amen of Peter a man who used to be timid but when the Spirit of God came upon him on the day of Pentecost, hallelujah, he became bold. He stepped into, amen, the prophetic shoe that heaven ordained for him. He became a voice. He became fearless. Repent of this wickedness and pray to the Lord in the hope that he will forgive you for, for having such an evil thought. For I see that you are full of bitterness and captive to sin. Then Simeon answered, pray to the Lord for me. So that nothing you have said may happen to me. Come on friends. Verse 25. After they had further proclaimed. After they had further proclaimed the word of the Lord. And testify about Jesus. Peter and John returned to Jerusalem. Amen. Preaching the gospel in many Samarian villages. Verse 26. Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip. I want you to see the shift now in ministry. Philip has done, amen, the first phase of his ministry. He just concluded. He addressed a powerful principality in Samaria. It's time for him to move into the next phase. Amen. And the next phase of his ministry is going to be in Gaza. Oh, come on, friends. 
I want you to understand that God can move us from region to region, from city to city. I'm here today. I don't know where I'm going to be tomorrow. I don't know where the next place is. That's why it's important that we hear. We know what God is saying. If the Lord said to me, Isaac, your job is done here today. Well, where's the next point of deployment? We have not a continuous city. Nobody's afraid to move. If tomorrow God says your next ministry, amen, is, is in Namibia, is in you know, Mozambique, or somewhere in Ghana, hallelujah, or even back home, I'm willing and ready to go. We live, amen, to serve the advancement of the kingdom of God. We have not a continuous city. We're seeking the one to come. Here we have not a continuous city. We are not bound to a place. Philip just, amen, powerfully shifts the region of Samaria brought joy, amen, to Samaria by the deploying, amen, by the encouragement of the apostolic ministry of Peter and John, amen. A powerful principality, amen, has been, has been, has been brought down, has been brought to shame, amen. Simeon had come to the point of surrendering to the Lord. Now the Bible says, in verse 26, now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, an angel of the Lord, can you interact with spiritual things? When the Spirit of God is speaking to you, say, well, 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 I'm not even sure. Was that an angel? Some, some, something? No. You've got to be sure. That's why we are doing the, 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 the teachings that we're doing, amen, to help you to be, to be sensitive. Once God has spoken, twice we heard that all power belongs to God. Can you hear God? Or are you hearing something that sounds like something said to me, I'm not sure. I am sure when God speaks to me. I am crystal clear. And when I'm not crystal clear, I take it to God again in prayer. Speak to me again. He confirms it. Because listen, God will confirm. When he calls Simon the first, excuse me, when he calls uh, Samuel the first time, amen. Simon went to who? He went to, uh, uh, you know, his mentor. He went to Eli. Amen. Uh, Eli said, I didn't call you. He went back to sleep. Amen. God called him again. He still went back. Uh, Eli said, wait a minute. God is speaking to this guy. Eli said, when you hear that voice again, Say to that voice, speak Lord for your servant hears. And what, what happened? God spoke to him and God gave him a message. A message for Eli. Somebody will say, why didn't God just go straight to Eli and give him the message? Why have to go? Because God was training Samuel. God was training Samuel on how to hear and how to respond. A lot of people are giving their life to Jesus, but their spirit has not been trained. So they cannot hear. They don't know how to hear because they are not doing things that will allow them, amen, to train, to, be, to hear the things of the spirit. When you fill your, your space with garbage, what do you think you're going to be hearing? Garbage. Now an angel of the Lord, not an angel of some God knows <laughs> all kinds of angels flying around our day, fallen angels, demonic, satanic angels appearing like angels of light. That's what the Bible says is gonna be happening in the last day. Yes, fallen spirits will be will be appearing, turning up in different parts of the world, amen. But looking like angels of light. And if you're confused. If, if all, hallelujah, you have been feeding on, amen, is the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. It's that lens view, amen, that you'll be using to identify and to interact. There are all kinds of fallen angels today that are, you know, that are portraying themselves to be good angels. And today, Hollywood has even made it even more, more worse. 
Many people have invited demonic spirit into the life of their home and their children all right, because the way they portray amen, the, 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 the cartoons, the image, the picture, amen. Oh, they will even tell you that there are good, there are good, you know, witches, good witches. They are, I mean, for goodness sake. I remember, you know, back in the days where, you know, children used to watch Sophia. I don't even know if they still watch that uh, kid uh, program, Sophia. And one of the program, one day, thank God I was sitting, listening, and watching with, I, I can't remember if I was watching with my daughter, but I heard them use one of the names of the demons. One of the names of the demons that back in the days I learned about. I said, what? Of course, I've always had my suspicion, but when I heard that, I said, no more, Jemima, you're no longer watching this program. But it looks nice. When you follow the storyline, it's always looking nice. Very, I mean, men, I mean, there are you know matching this today. There are all kinds of you know things that people you know they have come out with bags, shoes, Sophia. I mean, it's easy to deceive people. It's so easy. They import those values into your day-to-day -day life and into the life of your children. But they are demons. There are there are tissues. That, are, that, 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 that today expressing, you know, satanic, you know, glorification, demonic glorification. But people are wearing them. They, they, I mean, they're happy about it. They don't care. They don't, they don't, they feel, well, it's just, it's, it's, after it's just a cap, after it's just a t-shirt, oh, come on. You are agreeing to something that will open, amen, your heart to a demonic attack. And you wonder why certain things are happening. You wonder why you don't have joy. You wonder why, amen, you're always sorrowful. You wonder why you, you never get the job. When is your time to get the job? They tell you, sorry, uh, we're done. The door is closed. Sorry, come again. You wonder why? Because you have allowed yourself to be exposed to all kinds of demonic spirit that have come to you in a very nice way. In fact, you, you bought the demons into your own house. What a word this morning, friends. Let's round up here so that we can take this. We'll take this uh, 26 next time as the Spirit of the Lord will lead us. Father, we thank you. Thank you for, the, for your word this morning. Your word is ever fresh, ever, ever living. Thank you for the way you have spoken. Thank you for the things that you have done. Thank you, Father, for the authority that is in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for that which we have proclaimed today that has opened the heavens. Thank you, Father, for a new reign, a new reign of truth, a new reign of your counsel, your intention that is falling. Thank you right now that as this rain begins to fall upon communities, city, nations, oh God, yes, Lord, that people have been awakened, yes, Lord, as this rain begins to hit and touch human body, as I, I, I see them rising, I see them shaking off themselves and say, what, what's, what, what has been happening to me? It's like there's an awakening, there's a sudden awakening, yes, in the name of Jesus. You say we must ask for rain in the times of rain, in the seasons of rain, and you will make bright cloud. In the name of Jesus, as joy came to Samaria, Via the declaration of the gospel of Christ and his kingdom. We proclaim joy upon this city, upon this realm, upon this community. In the name of Jesus, from this place, we say, let the spirit of God permeate the nations. We come against the spirit of wickedness. We take authority over the spirit of bondage, darkness, 
In the name of Jesus, we proclaim the name of Yahweh. We proclaim the name of Elion. We decree the day of salvation, the day of redemption. We proclaim the day of Zadok, the day of righteousness over the nation. We proclaim the day of Zadok, righteous ones arising, awakening across the land is a day of the Lord. It's a day of awakening. A Davidic company. Let the spirit, yes, that came upon, yes, Peter rise in our day to challenge the Simons that people have called a great one. Let there be, oh God, yes, a severing, a separation, an exposure of evil. We thank you, Father. Your kingdom come. Your kingdom come. Into our homes, into our lives. Your kingdom come. Awaken your church. Baptize us afresh. Fresh oil, oh God, is what we receive. Fresh oil in Jesus' name. Fresh oil. That our lamps once again may burn. Oh, hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. I've come to the end of this broadcast. This is a recorded broadcast. We want to thank God for the power of the Spirit. I told you. When God speaks, He speaks regardless of who is there or who is not there. God is not a respecter of man. When our heart is right and aligned, God moves. So we want to thank God for the way He's moved this morning. I can see that the internet is restored, but of course, we can't continue. We have to do what we need to do. So I'm not sure if I'm go still going to come on later on, but if I can, I will. But thank you so very much. Those that will be listening, I really appreciate you. May this word come into your space, amen, and bring perspective, healing, deliverance. May the things that you have heard this, word, this morning continue, amen, to bring a, a, a direction to your life. May it give you a new sense of hope vision, faith, amen, and courage and boldness, not to be afraid of persecution, but rather to rise up, amen, and step into that which heaven has ordained for you. Thank you. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of the morning. Bye-bye.